Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Zach Heilprin from our fine affiliate out there at The Zone in Madison joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Zach, how you doing, buddy? Great, Bill. So you tell me, what is it going to take for the Badgers to get a win over the Ohio State Buckeyes? Uh, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Honestly, it's going to be doing a lot of stuff they didn't do last game. It's going to be dealing with Chase Young, having a better plan. I don't know exactly what they, they would not divulge what their plan was last time, but it did not go well, whatever it was. So do better with him. And then it's really stopping JK Dobbins because he has gashed them these last, these two times they played 2017 championship game. And then earlier this year, he's just been, uh, amazing for Ohio State. So it's stopping that run and, and making Justin Fields, who's beating a lot of teams with his arm, but make him do it again. Because if you're able, if they're getting both things to work, the pass and the run, it's going to be a really long day, just like it was uh, a couple of weeks ago or last month, I should say. So deal with Chase Young and uh, stop the run. Here's my question. Uh, and Paul Keels, who we had on a little while ago, the voice of the Buckeyes, he had said one of the things that concerns them is the fact that Jonathan Taylor has had two out of the three lowest games of his career against the Ohio State Buckeyes. They fear him getting loose. Um, you know, I, I think if, if he could get loose and start to rack up yardage and get some big plays, uh, that may – I'm not going to say it puts him on their heels, but it reels him a little bit. Is, is there going to be a concentration, in your opinion, to get him loose? Well, I think Ohio State's going to do everything they possibly can to make sure um, – that Jack Cohn has to beat him, kind of like Minnesota did last week. And uh, I think for Wisconsin to win it on offense, it's going to be about staying as aggressive as they have been the last two weeks and, and letting Jack throw. And I know a lot of that has to do with trying to keep him upright against a really good pass rush. But um, without, uh, if they're not aggressive, they don't have a shot. They can't just go into a little bit of a, a shell and play like they did you know, uh, in that game four weeks ago. They just, they just can't do it. They have to be as aggressive as they were last week. I mean, I think last week was the best game that uh, Paul Chris slash Joe Rudolph has called since perhaps they've come back to Madison. Um, so they have to be – that has to be their game plan. They have to go down the field. They have to attack them down the field or they just won't uh, stand a chance. And I, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's going to get off. I don't think – I mean, that's, that's a really good front seven, and uh, they've stopped them every time uh, they played, and I'm not sure – Wisconsin's good enough to consistently beat them on the ground, but the only way they have an opportunity to move the ball and score points is going to be Jack Cohn having a game like he did last week. What I saw last week between Ohio State and Michigan, Michigan controlled Chase Young in the first half of that ball game. Uh, Ryan Day, great adjustments in the second half. Uh, then that's when Chase Young finally started to move around. They were playing him everywhere, just like they did against the Badgers. They were bringing him everything from nose tackle all the way from the outside. So, is there really a, a, a an ability to game plan for that because he can get you from anywhere on any portion of the field at any time? Yeah, that's what that's what makes it really difficult. But you know, a lot of his stuff, at least against the Wisconsin, came on the edge. Uh, whether it was coming around, uh, he, they line him up on both sides. Uh, both Logan Bruss and Cole Van Landen, the two tackles, had their time at the which. You're right; they did move him. Uh, and not not allow them to kind of double team him in certain situations and, and move him around so they don't know where he's coming from. But I think 
the the key will be the communication on the on the protection side of things. You because they did not, and maybe it was because of the noise at the at Ohio State, but there were some misses, you know, in the backs helping out. I remember uh, talking to Cole Van Lannan after the game, saying, you know, um, he thought he was going to have inside help on some things, and there was nobody there where the running back was kind of supposed to be, and so. Like that to me, communication, finding out where he is, making sure that he's a point of emphasis all the time. They have a lot of other good players, I mean, they have a bunch of other all Big Ten guys, but you can't let him wreck it. Don't let him be the guy that wrecks it like he did last month. They just, that, or what, uh, in, in October. They just can't mm-hmm. do it. You cannot allow him to uh, end uh, your Big Ten hopes again, just like he did four weeks ago. Another question for you. Okay, you say you, they're going to try to take out Jonathan Taylor and make Jack Cohn beat you. My question is, can Jack Cohn beat you? If he gets time, uh, look, that's the other thing. Like, Ohio State's secondary has some of the best guys in the nation. Jerry Okuda might be the best cornerback in the country. And so what do they do? I mean, Quintez Cephas, uh, what he did last week, if he could – I don't know if he's going to – I don't think he's going to have nearly uh, as much room as he did last week. But Jack Cohn has played – better than I think a lot of people expected, including myself. And he has been banged up a lot this year. Um, but last week was was the type of game that um, he absolutely had to have, and he needs something like that. I don't – I'm trying not to be uh, extremely negative here. I don't think that uh, – I don't think that Jack Cohn can have the type of game he did last week. I mean, that's – it's probably just unrealistic against that, uh, that defense. But – um, make make a few plays. Make a few plays down the field so they at least have to respect it. Because they made uh, they made two passes down the field against Ohio State. Both in the game. The one was uh, the touchdown to AJ Taylor, which was a great throw. Um, and then they had another play late in the game. They didn't they didn't really take too many shots down the field. And the only way you're going to be able to keep them off balance is to do it. Uh, I wanted to know when we go back to Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, we talk about we talk about Jack Cohn. Can Cephas be a guy that suddenly dictates this game? Or can they start working it to the tight end and suddenly just some things that you don't normally see a lot of, that becomes the mainstay in a game in which maybe the Buckeyes aren't expecting something like that. Are you going to have to outthink them? I mean, because you have to outphysical them, we know. But are you really going to have yeah. to outthink and outscheme them to win this game? I think, I think they do uh, because they got outschemed in the first time around. I think this is a huge week both for – uh, Paul Crest and Joe and, and, and uh, Joe Rudolph and Jim Leonard on the defense are going to have to come up with a great, uh, a fantastic game plan because uh, they got schemed up. And we talked with the players after the game at Ohio State. Remember Eric Burrell talking about it, and he was talking about all the scheme beaters that Ohio State had. And so Ohio State schemed them up pretty good. I think everyone overlooks the fact that yeah, they have a, a lot of talent on that team, but they also very well, very well coached. That's that's they have elite coaches as well, and so. Yeah, it's going to be on Wisconsin to, to figure some things out and um, uh, get Quintez Cephas free or get uh, Jake Ferguson free. Like the the thing that comes to mind is some of those screen calls last year or last week that were just perfectly timed calls. We haven't seen a tight end screen. It feels like all year, uh, perhaps maybe not since 2011. I mean, that was kind of like a Paul Chris staple when he was here before. But uh, it's going to take uh, you know a game plan that uh, where they're ahead of Ohio State, as opposed to being behind Ohio State, a step behind Ohio State all uh, all game the last time they played. Uh, before I let you go, I've got to ask you as well uh, your prediction for this game because I know there's a lot of people saying that, look, it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be close. I don't see one of these 59 to nothing blowouts or anything like that, even though we know that there's going to be a ton of Buckeye fans there. It's going to be like a game with the shoe. 
I I think if, if if there's any intestinal fortitude in Wisconsin at all, they're going to stand up and make this thing competitive and close. They may not win it, but maybe say something to the effect of 35-27, 35-20, you know, something like that I could see. Uh, but I don't see this thing becoming a blowout. Do you? Uh, I don't see it 59 nothing. no. I, I mean, I could see a similar uh, outcome as to what we saw, you know, when they were down in Columbus. Um I know Justin Fields talked about it after the game. He thought they could have put 50 on in that game, um, and I'm not sure he was he was wrong. Here's the thing. It was 10-7 early in the third quarter, right? So they, they were in the game the first time around. If the defense can give them that same effort, um, you know, what they did in the first half of that game, if, they can be, if it can be in that low-scoring thing, then I think maybe they have a shot in the second half. Um, but the offense just cannot go three and out, three and out, three and out like they did so many times against Ohio State. I think it's going to be – I, me personally, I think it's going to be like a 38 to 17 game. I think that's probably closer to what it'll be. But um, you know, Wisconsin uh, has some heart, and I, I do think that um, they wanted another shot at Ohio State, even after what happened. And then now they're getting another shot, and we'll see if they're able to follow through with it. I, it would be a monster upset. I, but we have been asking guys around here, what's the biggest? What would be a bigger upset? Wisconsin beating Ohio State or Wisconsin losing to Illinois? And to me. I think it would be a bigger upset for them to beat Ohio State than, than that loss to Illinois. Always good to chat, my friend. We'll see. Uh, you going to be in uh, Green Bay or are you going to be down in uh, Indianapolis still? Gonna try. I'm going to be down in Indy. going to try, try to make it back up to Green Bay in time for, for noon. But we'll see. All right, buddy. We'll see you up there. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is our buddy Zach Halprin from The Zone out in Madison joining us for a couple of minutes, covering the Badgers and the Packers and all that kind of stuff. We didn't get the chance to talk Packers. That's okay. We wanted to cover that whole situation that's going to be happening down there in Indianapolis this coming Saturday night for the Big Ten Championship game between the Buckeyes and the Badgers. Looking forward to that. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.